Okay, so today we're going to talk about the reason that everyone at your Christmas table, everyone at the holiday uh, party, whatever it might be, kind of glazes their eyes over when you start telling a story. You hate that feeling. You know what I'm talking about. Either you've told a story or you have uh, unfortunately had to hear a story that was boring and dull and that you wished you could find any way out of the situation that you were in uh, having to listen to that story. And I think... Um, you know, this is a common experience that a lot of people have, and there's one key little storytelling device, little uh, feature that if you built your entire story around it with this idea in mind, you'd be able to tell better stories. So here's what it is. We call it a five-second punch key moment. That terminology is from the book Storyworthy. I've talked about that book before by Matthew Dix. And um, it, what it is is a five-second punch. It's a five-second key moment where you say something so profound, so interesting, so impactful that the audience has to take a few moments. It might not be actually five seconds, but a few moments to like process what you just said, and it makes an impact on them. Uh, as a result. And so if you can build your story around a five second punch key moment, it doesn't matter if you're telling a story at dinner. It doesn't matter if you're giving a talk in public or creating a piece of content for advertising. When you do this correctly, you'll leave the audience with an actual impact and it's going to take them a minute to, to process. But what you say, the impact you leave will stick with them longer as a result. So let's talk about how to do it. First of all, so the idea here is you want to get to a point in your story where you lay the hammer, you lay out the five-second punch key moment, and as I said, it leaves this big impact. So how do we do it? First, start your story as close to the punch key moment as you possibly can. Okay, this is where like 95% of stories get lost is because they start and they begin telling all of these irrelevant or unnecessary details. We've all experienced this, right? You're sitting there, you're talking, you're either uh, with a family member or you're, you know, at a whatever, a networking event, you're at a, a church event, something, and the person telling the story is giving you way too much detail. They're telling you the color of the shirt they were wearing. They're telling you about the weather that happened outside. It's completely unrelated to what they're trying to get to, but they're you know, getting mired in all these details. And you, as the audience, have no option out of that situation except to continue listening. So you don't. You just kind of let your mind wander. You you know, think about something else, you focus on their the way their mouth is moving, you do anything but listen to the material that they're saying. It's incredibly distracting, right? So and to avoid that, we want to begin our story as near to the punch, as near to the end as possible, okay? So did your story take place at a restaurant? Then you don't need to include the fact that you took the train to get to the restaurant and you had to walk through wet streets to get there and you were seated at the table and a round table in the middle of all the commotion unless those details have an absolute material impact on the punchline, okay? If they don't, get closer, Skip as many of the details preceding the punchline as possible. Trust me, once you start the story, there's going to be enough color and enough detail, enough context that you need to add in order to make the punchline impactful that you'll be able to fill the story and you'll, you'll be able to make it uh, something that's that's relevant and you know helpful. But adding all this extra detail beforehand is really just a comfort blanket for you to help you like warm up into the story and try to make sure they fully understand it. Um, what's better is just to tell the story in a, in, you know, effectively and in a concise fashion so they can listen to it, understand it and get out. 
All right, so that's the first thing. The second thing is going to sound like I'm uh, contradicting myself, but I'm not. Even though you're starting as close to the punchline as possible, give enough detail to engage the audience and to make them curious of the outcome. So this is where you're trying to hook them, right? Hook them without betraying the punchline itself. You can do this by prompting a question. You could do this by making a, a, a big or loud statement that then requires you to provide explanation that resolves in the punchline. Or you could give them a, a, a false punch key, right? That you resolve over over the top, uh, purpose of the story. So you know, to give you an example of this, you could make them think they're hearing a story about the time you dropped scalding hot pizza on your boss, but in reality, it's about the night that you met your wife, right? You, you're not saying that up front. You're not saying, this is a story about the night I met my wife. You're saying, you're not going to believe this time I dropped, you know, incredibly hot pizza on my boss's face. And then over, maybe that happens early on. And then as you tell the rest of the story, it's like, oh my goodness, this is the time you met his wife. Okay, cool. So give enough detail to engage the audience and make them curious of the actual outcome. Finally, third thing, you need to make the five second punch the last thing or next to last thing that you say to the audience. Okay. Anything that you say after you get to the punch will lessen the impact of the story. So think about it that way. Every word that you say after the impact will just take a little percentage of the impact off. Uh, of, of the story to the audience. You need to make sure they walk away with the intended effect. When you get to the punchline, lay it out there, give them a moment, pause, give them a moment to digest, and then conclude as quickly as possible uh, while, while doing the story uh, correctly. So that's the five-second punch key technique. It's very powerful when used correctly. It can take your next boring story told around the holiday into a legendary tale. Uh, but more importantly, it's, it's an incredibly useful way to create a piece of content that is going to resonate, of course, with your audience and potentially be something that they want to share because there's such an impact, there's such a moment of impact that that little snippet is worth them sharing with the rest of their friends or community or audience or whatever. So just a little trick. Hopefully that helps you. We will see you manana.